You're listening to episode 106 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Derek Stevens curses as much as I do. Oh, my God. I knew <laughs> you were going to start with that. I get so much shit over how much I use the word fuck. And, and it, it now, I mean, for all I know, Derek only adapts well to his environment. Maybe he's just like, who's guy loves saying fuck, so yeah, I'll say fuck a thousand times. It, so he did it. But I was thrilled <laughs> that this man said fuck. I mean, we were neck and neck. <laughs> In the fuck Olympics, we were neck and the neck. The fuck Olympics. That's right. Nice. <laughs> you know, you're kind of jumping the gun a little bit here. Well, yes, yes. I mean, there's, you know, trip reports are always the so same. So obviously there's, there's, we met Derek Stevens. Yeah, there's there's loads. Of, well, don't sell and it short. Nicole I'm not. And his entire career. I am not selling it short. I was going to save that for how we actually you know, we met have, them. But yeah. Absolutely. Every show, every trip report we do is, is loaded with stories, which is why they're some of our most popular shows. And why they're so long. Why that yeah. is true, why they're so long. So you may want to have to rein us in here, yeah. Victor. Come on, Victor. Just, just uh, wrap uh, us up I'll, and say, I'll let's keep go. the reins tight. Don't worry. All right. All right. Let's get into Random Vegas. Okay. A rule variation coined the term blackjack as payouts went to the player who held the jack of spades. We got that from uh, our buddies at 360 Annie Up. I mean, granted, that's legally my name, but you know, you guys know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> But, but why the jack of spades and not the jack of clubs? I have no I mean, idea. That's a blackjack too. So. I have no idea. And well, and as we do with all trip reports, everything we try to do is going to somehow be related. So if you weren't following us on Twitter, this is going to be a fucking shit ton of blackjack in this goddamn story. About all we we lost our shit with blackjack. And, and not meaning we lost our money. No, we just had it's, <laughs> everything was like. Oh, blackjack, blackjack. What's what, 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 they, they five or ten dollar tables here? Can we play blackjack? What, what, what does the dealer look like? What, does the dealer look like he's friendly? Like we lost our fucking mind. It changed the entire trip. Yeah. Yeah. It really did. <laughs> but God, I'm so excited. We have so many stories. Let's. Oh, let's let's move on. Let's. Victor, help right, us yeah. out. Let's get into the Vegas Mate Review of the Week. You know what? Before we do that, though, I have to give Hunter crazy, crazy credit. And I don't even know if you knew I was doing this, Karen. Part of the new Vegas Mate has this this feature called cab check. And what you do is the second you get into the cab, it uses GPS to figure out where you're at, tell it where you want to go. It tells you what your what your fee should be. It tells you what the most direct route is, what would be the cheapest for you. We didn't get long hauled this entire fucking trip. I was going to say, because you never mentioned it, so I'm assuming we weren't getting overcharged. Every single time I was, I was pulling out exactly what I wanted to pay him for how much the trip cost and how much the tip. And if he drove us more than it should have been, he was still getting the same amount. That's all there was well, to it. Which is funny because I ended up paying the most of the time. So 
owed? Did you know how much I tipped him? Did you know how much I gave him? Did you uh, even look? Listen, I can't babysit you in Vegas, Karen. But if I don't know what I'm supposed <laughs> to be paying him, and you do, because you're like, I just want to make sure that that's all I got. When was the first time you reached for your wallet to pay the cabbie? You're so full of shit. I did it when? half a dozen times. You did not. You're so full of shit. Because I was usually the one that had the small bills to Whatever. pay them. You're, oh, my God. You're so full of shit. God, I want to slap you. I'm so happy you're on the other side of this fucking bar. Yeah, me too, because you are so wrong. It's not even funny. You're such a lie. This is this is really just foreshadowing oh my the God. rest of the entire show. <laughs> Go. But, but as, up, folks. as Victor led us into, we have some Vegas Mate reviews of the trip, as as they were. So, Mark, what was your review of the famous Vegas trip? All right, so this trip, I picked Cirque's Michael Jackson 1 at Mandalay Bay. I gave it four out of five chips. I expected more, but it's still a good show. Nothing is groundbreaking or amazing as many of Michael's music videos. The hologram was very disappointing. It was located at the back of the stage. It didn't appear to be three-dimensional. And the cast frequently got in the way of the projection when they shouldn't have. The guitar soloist was annoying, but I understand it was a staple of an MJ concert. It doesn't touch Beatles' love, but I would see it again. You look like you want to destroy me. I, I'm... I know we've we've done a review on this, so I, I need to um, hold most of my opinion for that. Otherwise, that whole review is going to be pointless. Karen, I will Karen, just say that I I strongly disagree <laughs> with Mark's opinion. And actually, one was going to be my review, but because I didn't have it written in time to get it posted, so you could link it, I did a different review. Which would have been even more interesting if I had, because then we could have a debate and discussion. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, have picked that one, but would since you, you... Would you go see it again? Yes, I would. All right. I, I, and I actually... Would you recommend it see, to people? See, this is one of the things that I love about you. You literally don't listen to me, because the last, what, five words here, I would see it again. Would you recommend it for other people to go see when they're in Vegas? Sure. It was a good show. It was fine. It wasn't as good as I expected, and, and it could just be, it could be the result of just heightened expectations. You gotta remember, man, you and I grew up Michael Jackson. This guy got me into, uh, like my earliest memories of music is Michael Jackson. These music videos shaped my childhood. So it's like when you have that kind of, you know, groundbreaking influence, and you see this going, this isn't, this isn't Michael could have done better than this, this ain't shit. It was still very good. I just expected more. Maybe the second time I see it will be better. I still hold steadfast. That hologram was shit. I, shit. I'm, I'm saving mine for the review, but That's I fine. just have to say I, I very strongly disagree with you. I, I was I was insanely disappointed. The, it, the one thing that you said that I agree with was that love is still by far better. Right, right. Well, but just the sound system the one alone thing. and the the all-encompassing experience was a blast. I mean, I can't I can't argue with that at all. I just I was so excited to see that that hologram and they put it way in the back of the stage and it really bummed me out and i will say for anyone because uh, before we went we had a couple folks that had seen the touring show um and everyone kept bringing up the one-legged dancer this is not the same show it my is, understanding it, it's, it's been completely retold yeah, pretty much anything you saw in the tour touring show is not what is in it kind of bummed me out because one. they always they said that it was going to be a retooled show they didn't say it was going to be a completely reinvented show. Otherwise, I would have seen the other tour. Well, yeah, if I knew they were going to change it that much, I would have seen that one too. But, but yeah, that's anyway. just my opinion of it. I liked it. It could just be that I expected it to be this absolutely amazing thing, and it just didn't live up to it. I would absolutely go see it again. Okay. All right. Karen, what was your review for the trip? 
So my review for this trip was Veronique Voices at Bally's, and I gave it four to five chips. Glad this show was extended so we could go during our trip. Veronique not only sings a ton of hits by female artists, but impersonates their mannerisms, which was pretty funny. She's definitely talented, but I do wonder what her, quote, real singing voice sounds like. Fun show and would recommend. Also got to sit in an old school booth, which was cool. That was awesome. That was awesome. We've never done a whole lot of old school stuff. That show is fucking amazing. I know that she has toured before, so maybe she has just just a bigger a, a bigger draw. But that, to me, think about it. If Danny Gans can be a massive headliner, and I'm not knocking Danny Gans. We never fucking saw him. But this girl not only impersonates them, she can sing like them, and that woman doesn't bail on a single yeah. high note. Well, no, she did. I mean, if you think about the artists that she did between Christina and even Celine Dion, and she, she hit all the nobody. high notes. Yeah, it was really good. And like I said, the, the, the interesting thing was watching her do their mannerisms mm. so like with Christina Aguilera that was one that stuck out in my hand because Christina always like smacks the mic with her fingers like <laughs> weird beat keeping kind of thing she totally did it and, and hit it head on you know I don't I struggle a little bit with her touring. I think she's a perfect Vegas oh, act. 100% agree with you. She should be a headliner someplace I mean, because... I, I, I think the only thing she's missing is is a top-quality producer to fine-tune that thing. Because there was a, a time or two where it was a little slow. And right at the beginning, there were a couple of artists that I didn't yeah, know was, who they were. Uh, some of the did, transitions could be, could be better. But she's at Bally's, man. This is her introduction into Vegas. You get a, a top-quality producer to tighten that fucking... Uh, that, that ship up? Wow. Which, considering Great. that she's working for Celine, you'd think Celine would have somebody she could, you know, throw her away, but whatever. Well, you know, you, you, um, you, you make the, the small investment in the beginning, they're going to earn it. And she does, just for the record, folks, She she's also French-Canadian, so she talks the same way yeah. Celine does, which is a little annoying. But then she starts singing. Well, she even care. makes fun of it, though, yeah. so she, she gets the joke. But, yeah, I love that show. I hope it sticks around. All right, let's get into the twit pick of the trip. There was no way that any picture other than one taken from the suite that we had at the Palms was going to win Twit Pick of the Trip. There's no way. The hard part was picking which one, considering the view we had of the strip, as well as over the top room that we stayed in. But ultimately, I went with Unique. Now, we've seen loads of awesome photos of the strip taken off strip, but I'd never seen what we were living in for those 24... Actually, it wasn't even 24 hours. It was like 12. I know, really? Because, <laughs> by the way, we went to... The palms. We got it. We're going. We're going. I know. (laughs) I've been writing for eight hours. I got it. (laughs) And that doesn't even count the three or four on the fucking plane. This is why I don't pre-read the stuff. Go ahead. You're sweetie. The pick of the trip is a shot taken from the northeast corner of the room the morning after. I picked this because it really gives you an idea of how large and over the top this place was. What you don't see is only a little more than half of the entire suite. You're still missing the visible to the whole sweet shower with stripper pole in it, as well as the two and a half baths, the floor to ceiling glass with remarkable views of the strip, and that the entire suite is wired with speakers in the ceiling. The only thing I wish is that we had this thing for 360 Vegas Vacation because (laughs) it was epic. And I have to correct you on something. If you look at the picture, Mm -hmm. you can see where the um, the shower with the stripper pole is visible. So so if you look in the picture on the far right side, uh-huh. you see the dark wall, which the TV is. The glass opening there is actually what is looking into the shower. So you can, can I, see it, you just can't see into it. Can I say one of the hardest things I did in this entire trip report was giving a little bit of info, but not so much that we're like, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to just blow the, blow the story right here. And I, I, I promise you. 
What? <laughs> I promise you, the next 360 Vegas review that I start to write, and hopefully the next one we record, is about that motherfucking suite because that was ridiculous. It jumps to the head of the line. There's so much to share about that suite. I was still trying to figure out, and I realized this tower was built after the real world Vegas. Oh, that's right. But I swear to God, this room was part of that show. I, I, and it, it only had, took like, me like about 45 segmented. seconds to go, wait, wait a minute, this, this tower didn't I exist. <laughs> I know, it didn't then, but, but yeah, it... But there you go. It's amazing. I Seriously, I promise you. I know normally we tend to kind of stay regimented as to, you know... Uh, the order we're going to do these reviews. That's not going to happen with this, I promise you. If it's not the next one we record, or it will be the next one we release. And, you know, assuming I don't get into some major accident, we just need to fill slots, but whatever. And, and with that, we might let everyone know how you, too, may be able to get earn one of these suites. <laughs> I'm just saying, we'll tell you how we got sure it. dumb luck. <laughs> exactly. But we'll, we'll, we'll tell you what happened and see if you can do it yourself. Well, there you go. One of the Palms owners ran you over with his car. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's where that bruise came from. Okay. Well, at least you didn't get injured on the stripper pole. Yeah. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Mark. No, he's, he's right. Man knows me, Karen. <laughs> Man knows I know me. You jumped on that thing. I know you, know, you did. He, it's, the shoulder is still a little injured, so he really didn't have the strength to hang on, which I give him props that he, he recognized. and you know. My crotchal muscles aren't, aren't really holding up like they used to anymore. <laughs> you got to do them kegels. Right. You're gonna be able to grip that pole, Mark. <laughs> it's it's about time for me to retire my career as pole dancer. <laughs> All right, yeah, that is a fantastic picture. I was following you guys on Twitter, and it is great. As always, we will link to it on our blog, put it on our Flickr page, feature it on our Facebook page, Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of our podcast. All right, with that part done, let's get into the news. So Saturday, day one, go. All right, so now that we live in Memphis, Southwest doesn't have direct flights to Vegas. So unfortunately, we have to use AirTran to get to Chicago. But but it, at least it's, okay, so number one is still Southwest. It is, it is. we love. Mm-hmm. Um, but then once we got to Chicago, we got a chance to hang out with Lisa MP22. Right, absolutely. I mean, it's, I mean, silver lining, you know, awesome. The trip out was fine. We didn't really have much yeah, of an issue. Yeah, no, it was fine. And it was great to see Lisa again. We hadn't seen absolutely, her in forever. Yeah. And, you know, she's actually... Um, I don't know if I can say she's working. I wouldn't for bother. I wouldn't bother. Um, yeah, she she was there at the airport, and we had a chance to hang out with her for a while, which was awesome. And then another reason we love Southwest is we got to pregame it to Vegas. Yeah, we still had those drink tickets, which we didn't get them all used. We didn't and get we them all. We don't have another flight. You'll you'll yet. hear the story. It's it's coming. I can't tell you how, how articulate we've we've said. Actually, no, no, no. I I don't want to lie. I don't know if it's articulate, but I promise you, we've got all the details in there. Right. Well, words and stuff. Right. Exactly. So. When we got to Vegas, it was, what was it, early afternoon? No, it was still morning, about 11 yeah, yeah, yeah. when we landed. Yeah. After that, of course, we checked into a deluxe room at Monte Carlo, which had a really nice view of the construction, I thought. Well, yeah, you were more excited <laughs> about that than I was. But, it, but wasn't, yeah. it wasn't nearly as annoying as I thought it was going to be, but I also swear those guys are not in any fucking hurry to get that shit done because I swear they, they were only working three days while we were there. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what the case was, but it wasn't incredibly annoying like I thought it might have been. And I actually think they did a really good job of redirecting traffic. I mean, obviously, it's not as open as it used to be where you can just 
you know, the second you get to that block, you head right in. There's two, there's only one entrance now into Monte Carlo. But what I'm saying is they they and New York, New York have done a good job of redirecting you. Obviously. Oh, they funnel you right in. There, right. There is no way around it. You're right. either going in or you're walking around. I mean, you're absolutely right. So, Unfortunately, yeah. in Monte Carlo's case, they have one shot to get you in. And the good thing about New York, New York is you still have, the second you get to them, just stray over closest to the property you can walk right in. it's not an issue but i think they're doing a good job with that we were quite amused how much of the street they took over from monte carlo it was two lanes it was it was they really well, it was no, for both of them they yes. like they zeroed out two lanes of traffic yep. which would be why the construction on the, or the traffic on the strip was so bad was because bad. they lost oh, yeah, two lanes yeah. but the strip frontage for both monte carlo and new york new york was just all tore up but not as, as as visually offensive as you would think. They've done a really good job of covering that. Well, whole and thing it's up. easy to walk Especially by. Especially strip frontage. It's easy to walk by it because it really of the is, way yeah. they have it yep, striped yep. out. So. so of course, since we were pre-gaming it, we needed to get something to eat. So we headed we over to the food. Monte Carlo Cafe. I don't even remember what you had. Uh, we shared the ultimate BLT. That's right. Remember? I figured it was a BLT. That's what we normally do. And then we ended up having the mac and cheese, which I was surprised tasted pretty good. <laughs> it didn't have like it had gouda in it or something. I mean, it was relatively. It well, had a, it the only reason smoky, I even make that yeah. remark is we went to Brand, which is supposed to be their super high-end restaurant. And we're like, man, this makes Jesus shitty. And then we go to the Actually, cafe. You're we're like, right. mm, the yummy. Cafe's mac and cheese is better. Than oh, it's way better than than Brand's. Oh, yikes. Yeah. So after that, of course, we hit the strip to check out all the progress on everything, and there really isn't much to report. <laughs> I mean, the long and short of it is obviously. New York, New York, and Monte Carlo strip frontage is all tore up. We went and checked out Aria's Manzi sign, and yeah, it's cosmopolitan sign, but bigger. We, we didn't have is. to go check it out. You just walked out in the street. And we can't really help it, but you know me. I got to get right up close and personal. I'm like, yeah, it's just giant, whatever. Yeah. It's really the largest Camaro for a 40 year old ever. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm such a prejudice against those cars. I'm surprised. Karen, I'm Italian. I'm surprised you didn't say a vet. Karen, I'm Italian. My ancestors are the people I'm mocking on this. <laughs> so then we went down to the quad because, you know, we, the last trip, 360 Vegas vacation, we were really excited about the quad. And it's pretty much the same, just bigger. There's more There's more of the same available now, but there's still I, yeah, a whole lot going on. I'm surprised. It didn't seem very different from the time we were there. It much. really didn't. It really is just larger. There was a little more open inside yep. the quad yep. other than that. And then, of course, Link. You know, we got to see the the rim job. Wait, hold and, on. Uh, Can I say one thing about the quad? I honestly forgot for a second that it used to be IP. Oh, my God. Wow. I, I really did. We were walking back through it, and I'm like, oh, wait. I know where the cashier is. I know where this. Oh, that's right. This used to be IP. Like, that's, see, that's a really good testament to what they've done to that, because we're talking about you don't even hate Circus Circus as much as you hated Imperial I, Palace. I hated IP. I I had to. I got you in there once, and then I was able to drag your ass in there one Back more time. Going, again. Karen, Karen, they're going to completely renovate it, and you got in there going, "I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad." They need to just tear it. the shit down. <laughs> Forget renovating it; just, it, just tear it down. So yeah, I mean, there wasn't really a whole lot. It's not like you can see uh, a link or right now. I mean, no. you got although the, the wheel is up, the rim job uh, yeah. that is the real, <laughs> the real, the real. The God damn it! I knew you were going to get me on it. <laughs> So, you know, with nothing else to do, we uh, we uh, started drinking and gambling. Woohoo! Right. Hello, Vegas. That's the best part. Right. It is. Right. And the whole time I kept going, and this is so bad, I'm like, let's spice the black check. She's not kidding. It was constant. Every single place that we went to. The, it, I mean, it was and so as much funny. as I bitch about you watching The Hangover, that was the part where I was like, let's play some luck check. I, I'm not exaggerating when I say every single casino we walked into, she would do the exact same quotes. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know, we're junkies, and you're going to learn that pretty fucking quick. 
If you haven't already. Yeah, thank you, Matt, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, so you guys started drinking and gambling. Where did the debauchery begin? Well, we started off at the Chandelier Bar because we recently recorded, finally, our Chandelier Bar review, and it got us thinking about the drinks that we love. <laughs> so yeah. we had to stop in there. Mark had to get his uh, colossal ice balls. <laughs> ah, yes, the ice balls. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that our listeners picked right up on it because all I did was take a close-up shot of the, of the ice cubes it, and I, I did it and I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then Jamie oh, McTillian's really like, no, I don't know. I don't know. What is it? <laughs> Somebody hasn't been listening, Jamie. Oh, he knows. He knows. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a playful one, that child is. <laughs> So we, we uh, couldn't find any $10 tables on a Saturday, so we decided to just do some video poker. Yeah, the table limits at Cosmo on a Saturday were huge. And I will say that Casino was packed. Yes, it, yes it was. Th- we haven't been, I don't think, really in Vegas on a Saturday, like a whole day Saturday for a long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, it was wall-to-wall people. It was driving me crazy. Like, even into later in the night as you're trying to move from one place to the other, it was just... It was packed. It was so aggravating. Which is good for them. It's finally. They've it been is. getting so much shit for so long. But for me, not so good. Well, especially Vegas because, fine. yeah, all, all we wanted to get in there. Although I will say later in the trip, we did find $10 tables. But at that point, we had gotten psychologically scarred in the fact where we were like, does that dealer look fun? No, he's not fun. We're not going to sit there. <laughs> we'll get into it again. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, we were playing some video poker and had some secret pizza, which was awesome. So then we went on to the quad. But that quickly came to an abrupt end. And, and, oh, Lord. Here oh, we go. yes. Here. I know exactly where you're going with this. All right, so Asshole. let's set the scene up. We couldn't find an open table, and we weren't really interested in sitting with the dealer tainers until I, I bumped into the Michael Jackson there, which I remember being really entertaining in. I don't, it wasn't 360 Vegas Vacation, but I think it was the trip before that. That's the one where I acted like a fucking asshole and started talking in an Aussie accent for some reason because I was so fucking hammered. Uh, sure. You remember that story? <laughs> it's one of the many embarrassing things that I share with our Sweetie, listeners. Sweetie, there, there's so many with you that they all just kind of blend out. I don't appreciate that at all. But <laughs> I, I do remember you talking about the Michael Jackson dealer and how you thought he was awesome. Well, so the, you saw him and you're like, all right, we got to go play. Well, but the disappointing thing was we were at the end of his shift, so he was only there for like five, ten minutes. And then in, It wasn't even that long. It was like three hands. Yeah. And he was gone. So then walked in. I have no idea who she was supposed to be. I don't know either. She was scary. Yeah, she was... LaToya? But the maybe? one thing that was fucking annoying is that her fingernails were so fucking long she couldn't grip. The, the cards. Uh, the, yeah, the cards. So she was dealing slower than I've ever seen anyone deal cards ever. She she had the long, and I hate this trend right now, but it's the glitter nails. Mm. But they were probably, yeah, exactly. The whole thing was like gold or silver glitter, and it was probably a good inch and a half long, the nail was. So she couldn't pick up anything. We must have played three hands in five minutes, maybe. Oh, might have been pushing ten. Yeah. It was bad. It was, it was insane. And then... Then the dealer made the mistake of correcting Karen for not hitting on, I think it was a soft 16 or something like that. And and Karen, now now Karen has an issue with someone telling her when she isn't following perfect blackjack math. No, no. Oh, I I have, no. You can tell me if I'm not following it. We had this conversation. I can't believe we're doing this. I have no problem when someone tells me that I'm not doing it. All right, that's that's fair. All right, I get it. But 
this is what I want to do, and then they keep on me. I, I know, I, I I totally agree with you, but and, and <laughs> it does make it. We actually had after the trip, I realized how insanely uncomfortable it makes me when she doesn't follow the math. So it's uh, now while I 100% agree. I with will you, say for the record, I've learned my lessons on a soft 16. The 17, 18, well, especially the 18, 19, you're never going to get me to change my mind on. But the soft 16, I, I get. All right, I, I get that. But I do totally agree with you. One of the things that I don't like is when a dealer, and I think they primarily do it to us because I, I've always got that card, boom, right on the table. I'm ready, I'm like, listen, I'm learning. This is here. But the problem that we've been having is I push it in between the two of us, and I think it encourages them to speak to you as opposed to just me because I don't mind being called out uh, you know, on stuff that I'm doing wrong. It's like, I want to do whatever this card says, so stop me if I don't do it. But to your point, what I don't like is, listen, it doesn't matter if you're playing the game right or wrong. It's not the fucking dealer's job to to correct you for doing it or, or to to argue with you about it. I mean, it, I don't see anything wrong with them going, no, actually, you should do this. I'm like, no, 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 I know. I don't care. Go ahead. So, and the That thing, should be the end of the conversation. It should be. The thing that aggravates me, though, is I always get called out for not hitting on a soft 16 when a dealer has a, you know, two, three, four, five showing. And I've seen people not hit on a 16 or a 15 when the dealer has a 17, a 7 or higher showing. Why do they not get called out to I, say you should hit? I promise it's you only that A6 I bullshit promise you it's the card, which is that, why, like, ugh. the last time we played, I hid the card behind my chips, you know, or on the side. Because I'm like, I didn't want the dealer to think you were trying to do it. I was like, no, 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 that's me. No, no, she knows she's doing whatever she wants to do. That's me. Just, just. And I know Matt is sitting there if he's going to listen to this episode, just going, always hit on it, sweetie. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. He's, no. he's, he, he hasn't coined the annoying phrase that you hate so much that it's math. No, Karen. you did. But, um, you did. but it's the same thing. I just came up with an insanely annoying uh, uh, chant that I can continue to drum into your ears. Anyway, until I you think I ended up hitting me. because she was aggravating the crap out of me, and then you were kind of pissy about it too. I was, which I don't blame you. I know just I was because she fucking argued with you. She did. Yeah. And then it got worse. It did. Yeah. She um, she couldn't stop there. So the real sin came about a hand or two later, which considering we only played like three or four, yeah. <laughs> this lady fucked up like right off the bat. Yeah. She um, told me to sit out. Yeah, so and I me to sit out. And I totally to change your luck. And I totally understand where she was going with this, but we were kind of first of all we're still novices at it and and more than anything, we want to play the game. Like we don't tend to increase our bets as we go. Winning money isn't really the strategy here. It's playing as long as absolutely possible. So we at this point were aching to play blackjack. And, you know, she kept doing one of those things where we'd have 20, she'd have 21. You know, we had 19, she had 20. So I got what she was talking about. But the thing is, is it was just horrible timing. And then she fucking gave a shit about it, too, when you were like, no, I just want to play. Like, no, but you do decent. Because we couldn't understand her. She had a thick accent. Yeah, so, I don't know what her she, accent and was. And she spoke but... quietly. So we had no idea what was going on half the time other than she's, like, pointing at us. Like, no, you should. You, you, sh you sit out this hand. Like, I... What, what should I do? Yeah. Was she the Hispanic maid for Family Guy? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> We'd have put up with that. Like, ah, with, with, with dry queen hair and makeup. Yeah, right. Like, uh, no, you buy pledge. <laughs> no, we have no more sevens. Right. <laughs> yeah, she, I could not believe. She told me, she's like, you should sit out a hand. And I'm like, what? She's like, well, change the table and change the cards and let him, you know, let, let him play. And I'm like, Sure. Well, and then and then it didn't. It, it, she actually took it one step further. So we didn't do it. We decided to play one more hand, and of course it happened again. She ended up, you know, I got like a twenty. She yeah, got a she told me order. it was my fault. Yes, she fucking. <laughs> See, I told you. We're like, nope. If I would have sat out, in. 
we're done. Fuck I you. Set up and better. We were yeah. so fucking irritated. And then it got. I, I, I don't. I, don't know I wish I would have paid attention to her name because I would have tweeted the quad about her. It. I. I cannot believe. Uh, correcting me on the soft 16 finds one thing to tell me I should sit out. Yeah, I, I and like I Are said, you kidding when she's winning. I, I listen, I, I, I understand where she was coming from. For one, I understand the dealers attempting to try and help you play the way you want to, especially if you've got a card in front of you and they know what that card should say. But I ultimately agree. They get to say one thing. You reply whether you want to or not. And the conversation ends there. And it didn't. Multiple times, it didn't. Yeah. I mean, I I was irritated. As a matter of fact, I was the one that I think picked up the chips first. I'm like, no, we're done. We're not going to do this anymore. You know, it's, I mean, aside from the tension that I feel from you, it kind of pissed me off that she continued. Like, I get fucking up once because you, you just exude the attitude like going, I don't want you to tell me this. I'm like, there's your fucking warning, lady. And the fact that she <laughs> followed after that, like, so you're stupid as well as mouthy. You know what? Just fuck you. We're, we're out of here. We're out of here. So now we're a little bit angry. And, and of course, just for the fun of it, of course, once again, Matt would destroy us for daring to even use this as an excuse. We felt a little unlucky. And we were like, oh, you know what we should do? We haven't got our signature shots. That oh, my God. Did we wait that long to we get did. the shots? We did. We did wait that long. Where so did we get them at? We got out of the Catalyst Bar. Catalyst Bar? Yeah. The way in the quad. That's that bar that, that half the video poker's always broke on. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. So we went over to the Catalyst Bar. We asked for the two shots. And uh, wait a minute. And I they had Summer Shandy on Oh, my God, no, I'm thinking it wrong. No, no, because we I'm did. thinking about the picture. We were at Cosmopolitan when we got our first two shots. Oh, we, got, we went to, to get more? Well, no, no, no. We were there Shit. first. Okay. Because, no, I mean at Valley's, Well, yeah. what Karen and I always do is to, and I think we got this idea from 500 or somebody, and I just thought it was a really cute idea, that we officially mark that we are in Las Vegas by having two shots of uh, Patron Silver Chilled. And it just, cheers, we're in Vegas, we're on vacation, fuck it, we're gonna have nothing but fun there. And to, to your point, I don't know if we weren't getting good drink service or we were just irritated, but yeah, I think the next property we went to was Catalyst, or was Quad, was. and then we had shots there again. But the weird thing about that is, is we were trying to, we're like, okay, let's just get a drink. We'll calm down. We'll calm down. Let me get that. Look at it. And we I, were aggravated. We were when we really got up aggravated. from that black deck table, ugh, yeah. it was just pissy. So we were like, you know, two more shots. What? Well, not two more. They didn't know that. Uh, two shots of, of Patron Silver Chilled. And do you guys still have Summer Shandy available? And they're like, yeah, we do. I'm like, awesome. Let me get one of those. And, you know, you were ready. You were just like, just keep the hard alcohol coming. Just give me, give me the shots. <laughs> so, he did, so he made up the shots. They're all ready to go, and they're sitting on the side. And we, the bartender walks away. Walks away, and we're like, yeah, he's probably just, you know, the tap's probably on the other he's side gone. of the bar. We can't really see it. We waited a good three to five minutes. We're just watching our chilled shots go. Those are getting lukewarm. What is going on? <laughs> and finally, another bartender comes over, and he's like, you guys have been helped? I'm like, well, those over there are ours. Um, and... And he, the bar, the other guy went somewhere. I don't yeah. know where went. Oh, he's changing out the tap on the or the the keg on the yeah. supper shandy. It ran loose. I'm like, here, hand us the shot. I'm like, oh, thank God. Well, it was like, listen, there's there's two things that he could have done here that would have made it better. One, just give us the fucking shots. Two, tell us why the fuck it's taking you so long to do this. Well, no, he just he didn't did. tell us there was an issue, and then he didn't tell well, us. Well, no, he told us he had to change a keg after we had already had the shots. So it sounded like you alcoholics were basically salivating over the shots just out of reach beyond the bar. <laughs> So, uh, what'd you guys do after that? I wish he was exaggerating, but he's not. No. <laughs> like, if we could have reached that bar or those shots, we, we would have at some point. I'd have left him just 20 and gone, I don't care. Just give me the goddamn shot and leave me alone. So, after that, we moved on to Bally's because we needed to pick up the Veronique Voices tickets. And we're fans of Bally's. We like that casino. It's a, it's a good quality casino. And 
for some reason, they stocked their shit like fucking Palms really good does. Slots, yeah. They had tons of all the of best the slots ones. out there. Yeah. So we tried out Wonka, Spider-Man, Monopoly on the Game Day XD. You fucking rocked it on that goddamn Wonka. I, you know what? Um, whatever I lost on uh, playing Blackjack, I won on every single slot machine we played that day. You're tearing I, it up, man. I don't know what it was, but it, it you know, I walked away. You know, I put in 10 bucks and I'd walk away with 25. Except like, the new I, Michael Jackson. That's the only one that kicked your ass. Want to be starting something? That one beat on you. That one killed me pretty quickly. But other than that, I mean, I, I left that casino up uh, for the day, which I was pretty happy about. So then I'm like, I can't believe this. Because you, you don't, especially now, I don't play slots expecting to win. Right. I go to You're the, going the to fun abused, ones yeah. to say, yeah. all right, look, get me a bonus round. Yeah. I want to see how this works. I hope, but... the, I hope the chair shakes or it rumbles behind yeah, me. Exactly. That's all you're really going for <laughs> <laughs> anymore. So at this point, we've talked a, a thousand times. Karen and I get really cold in those casinos in the evening, so we always have to change into you know jeans or, or, or I always have a sport coat on every night. And we were already at Bally's, and we were having a pretty good time. So we're like, fuck, we can't. There's no way we're gonna be able to survive in this theater. We're gonna make it through that show. So we're like, yeah. you know what? We gotta run back to fucking Monte Carlo. Let's change for the evening, and then we'll run back and, and we'll just entertain ourselves. We didn't until run. The show starts. We walked, but well, we made it back yeah, down so. to Bally's, and yeah, just sort of playing blackjack there. Yep. So yeah, and we were doing pretty pretty good. I mean, we, we were rocking it until the show actually started. Now, as Karen alluded to in her review, Veronique was amazing. We had booth seats, which it's one of those things that if I wasn't the Vegas junkie that I am, I wouldn't even think that this was interesting instead of going, oh, my God, they used to sit and shit like this all the time. It's going to be the coolest thing ever. <laughs> so, we well, had, and, and for anyone that doesn't know, this is in the Jubilee Theater. Right, right. So Yeah, she's yeah, sharing time with them. It yeah. has the uh, the booth sitting there, which was, was really fun. And, again, it was a great show. So... We left it in a good mood. Hey, you know, we were playing blackjack before and having a good time. We went back and played some more blackjack. <laughs> um, we eventually wandered back to Monte Carlo, which was actually one of the few times during the trip that we made money at Monte Carlo. We paid for those fucking room upgrades. We did. <laughs> in, a, in a big, bad way. We did. We <laughs> but really not did. before I finally browbeat you into eating at fucking Earl's Sandwich because you know I was... It, it was late. We needed food. I, I have eaten at Earl's Sandwich before and have not... A I love Earl sandwich. I don't. I don't. I, I have no it. idea what you were talking about. Victor, have you ever had Earl sandwich? Nah, no. Oh my God, it's it's one of the best sandwiches I've ever had before. It's ridiculous, and they're not all over the place. Like they got them in Disney, they got them in Vegas. A couple. Let me get them two places in Vegas. Uh, it's it's if you ever get the opportunity, sir, that they're, is the best sandwich ever. They're subs. Uh, yeah. They're you're in, you're. In, I don't even know who I'm talking. Oh, wait, about. I'm not a sandwich person in general. I will skip having a sandwich nine times out of ten. I'm not a sandwich person. So when you're like, we need food, let's get a sandwich. I'd rather go have secret pizza than Earl's sandwich. We'd already had secret pizza. I wanted some Earl's sandwich, and I missed it from the last trip because you don't fucking like it. So I, I what didn't have. So the... you're always up later than I am. You can go any anytime you want to. It's three sixty Vegas vacation. I was exhausted, and we weren't uh, really close to Valley. <laughs> anyway, so we had that, and then we crashed. All right, so Sunday, day two, let's get into that. Now, this was one of the only days during the trip that we really didn't have anything planned as far as a show. And with our new obsession, found that it virtually dominated the day. I mean, it was, it's, it's the most gambling I think we've ever done in an entire day. I mean, that was, it was just one casino after another. We ended up... Uh, yes, well, but, but, but before, even before we, did that, we did that, yeah. we had to switch rooms. Why did we have to switch rooms? We had a My Vegas reward mm -hmm. that we booked, and we had to do it mid 
week or whatever. So the first it, night we had to get in the deluxe room, and then the second night was actually in one of their suites. Yeah, the Monaco suite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they didn't have it available for us on Saturday, so they couldn't have just upgraded us and pushed us in there. We yeah. didn't have a choice. They were they were fully booked at Which that you time. You were all stressed out about because you know how much I hate switching rooms. Yeah, I was stressed out about that. But it worked out okay. Yeah, it worked out. It was all the right. same property. It wasn't like we had to drag our cases across. Well, and they were really cool. It was the same it. elevator bank. Well, but it was. They were really cool about it because we were like, well, listen, can we at least stay in our room until it's ready? We're like, yeah, that's not a problem. So while that whole thing was going on, we went over to brunch at Spice Market Buffet, and I think we learned maybe two things. Uh, one, I actually kind of like mimosas. Yeah, I, I don't. So, <laughs> um, um, and the other you thing, do. The other thing is that I mean, it, listen, there was nothing wrong with the food there. It was good. It wasn't. It I, wasn't. I disagree. The cost of, of what we paid for good, but it, you know, I mean, it was fine. I, I had wrong one with it. thing out of everything I ate that I would go back and eat again. There was nothing memorable about it. There was nothing bad, but there was nothing memorable about it. There's no. There's nothing you really wanted to. I, I don't know. I, the point we're trying to make. Pretty sure this is probably going to be one of the last buffets that we try. Yeah, I, I think number one, we were disappointed because we'd heard phenomenal things about the Spice, Spice Market buffet, and like I said, I there was one thing that I wanted to go back and get extras of. The rest of it, we, I we also nothing just, that I spat out, which I've done at a buffet before. Yeah, um, but we, we also just don't have much. Uh, we don't we don't have a kind of appetite to justify that kind of thing. So if it's not epic, you know, and the things that you're eating, like why am I wasting my time with this? Well, yeah, and quite frankly, I mean, we just we don't eat enough. No. Uh, we would take a small, tiny little spoonful. If I wanted to try all the different stations they had, and they had American, Asian, Italian. Uh, Mexican, Middle oh, Eastern, basically all the dessert, staples. salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I wanted to try something from every single station, it literally had to it be could, one yeah, bite full been much everything. More, yeah, you know, no. so it, it just we wasted right. even a ton of food. Yeah, I, I think what it boils down to is if there is a better buffet than Wicked Spoon, we don't really care to pay to discover whatever it is. I would go back to Wicked Spoon. Uh, of course you would, but you get you get the point. I'm I'm making a point <laughs> that you're completely ignoring here. Yeah, I, I don't think we'll do another buffet again. It just, it, it isn't worth it for us. All right, so after brunch, what do you guys do next? Well, we wasted a little bit of time in Miracle Mile shops. Now that Karen has this insane affinity for Pandora, and I somehow acquiesce to it all the time because I'm You like, encourage oh, it. it's Vegas. You brought it up before we went. You were the one that said you have to get another charm. I wasn't even thinking about it. You brought it up. I don't recall this at all. Oh, my God, you're such a fucking liar. I don't, I don't recall this at all. Oh, you totally <laughs> did. You totally did. All so, right, anyway. But unfortunately, on a Sunday, it was still it was, fucking rocking busy. Yeah. So we were like, fuck this. So once again, we returned to Blackjack and Deal Poker. And, and this is where the rapid-fire succession of nothing but gambling began. Because we were gambling looking... Gambling and alcohol. Yeah. Well, we were looking for something at Planet Hollywood, but they, like the lowest they had was $15 tables. So we headed down to Tropicana and played for about an hour. Went to Excalibur and played for an hour or so. Played some video poker at uh, New York, New York, because the drink service sucked at both of those. Yeah. And we wanted to... Uh, Play a little catch up, <laughs> so yeah. we uh, we had uh, played some video poker and, and had some drinks at the uh, the bar Times Square. Then we went back to Monte Carlo for an hour of blackjack. At which time we realized the Browns were somehow winning. Yeah, I don't know how we. Well, you got to remember, all those places have fucking TVs now. I it was still it was after the trade that happened the week before that we were kind of sworn off watching. We, we forget forget about the fact that we were in Vegas. If we were still. Super diehards, love yes. you guys. Well, we are still diehards. We just hate them right now, especially after well, we hate the ownership. Traded, yeah. Yeah. So we weren't even paying attention. We kind of walked by and we're like, 
holy shit, the Browns are winning. And well, I said that I like the kid. I like Hoyer as a quarterback. I like the kid, but it, did, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. I was so infuriated by, oh, we're rebuilding. Like, that's what we did fucking last year, you motherfucker. We've been doing it for 10 years. That was the fr- But they were like, nope, we're going to retool. Like, okay, we, we got a good running back. We got a, we got a good quarterback. We got some wide receivers. All right, we're rebuilding. How fucking bad can anybody be that you need to rebuild two one weeks. year after rebuilding? And two weeks into the and, season. And, oh, I'm sorry, is the next Hall of Fame running back, quarterback, wide receiver, every fucking major position you need coming out in the next draft and we all just aren't fucking aware of it? No. You need good players. You don't need to get rid of all of them. Ralph Bat. You don't need to get rid of all of them. <laughs> so that was our little segue rant from Vegas so into the Browns. Fucking irritating. Um, so yeah, what we ended up we doing because watching, we were slightly we, intrigued. We were like, well, all right, well, yeah, we'll watch the, the end they were winning. Yeah, we did yeah, watch I was into excited the about this. There were other Browns fans at the bar. And they're, they're somehow against all odds. But, uh, we, uh, we, we did find a spot at the score bar, which was really kind of surprising. Score bar is at, at Monte Carlo. It, it backs to the uh, to the sports book. And shockingly, there were actually spaces for us to sit down and play video poker. And that's where we met Scott, who may be the best vi- uh, uh, sports bar bartender ever. That's not when you met him. Yes, it is when you met him. No, because we finished watching the Browns game at the bar that's up front. No. But, yes. Oh, fuck. God we damn it, did. right. We did. Son of a bitch. We just ordered drinks. <laughs> And I remember the wait, service was real. Yeah, she was yes. real fucking slow. She we found out that slow. all the cake taps were somehow fucked up that day. One of, no, one of the no primary things that they have at no. that bar, yeah. and it was fucked up. None of them were. Right. They took all the cake toppers off of them. Right. <laughs> it was so messed up. So, no, you are right. We watched that, and we were like, we, we had no, no, we had varying luck at, at Blackjack. I think we were a little scared at that point because we had we were kind of losing a little bit faster than we wanted to. Yeah. So at that point, we're like, we got to go back to the staple. We're already watching football and thought it was fun. Let's uh, let's go to score. Let's see if there's any room. And there was room at Score Bar. So we literally just played video poker for like, I don't know, two, three hours. Before we went to dinner? No, because I remember we left. No, 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 we didn't. We left that bar up front and walked out because I had to ask for my drink in a plastic cup. We walked out. And went to dinner. We did not go to score that day, unless it was when we came back. We had to score at some point during that fucking day in Met Scott. That's what it boils down to. That's fine, but it wasn't then. <laughs> you're trying to put two things no, together that did not happen in that order. Fortunately, you're accurate. <laughs> now that you're talking about. All right, so fuck it. We went to Twin Peaks is where we went. No? Did I get that fucking part right? No, that you did because you dragged me all the way down there. Yes. Uh, uh, uh. But did you not enjoy the shit out of it? It was good. You loved that fucking pot roast. It was good. I was hungry. What did you think of 29 degree beer, Karen? Eh. You're out of your fucking mind. You were, I've never, ever wanted to physically accost you so much in my entire life oh, to, you your, to your to your, your you indifference have. of a 29 degree beer. You're insane. Karen, there are, there are ice crystals that form because it is so cold when it pours that, oh, you're out of your fucking mind. 29 degree beer is absolutely epic. As, as the picture show, because you got a souvenir 32 ounce mug. That's pretty wicked. Not was it 30, 32 ounce? Yes, it's 32. It says it right on the I, side. It's, no, it says 29 degree beer. I didn't say 32. It's, it's 32 ounce. Like, whatever. It's still badass. You're out of your fucking mind. With free refills. I know that was the awesome <laughs> part. <laughs> so I ended up having the chicken fingers and found out that there is a. I mean, they're chicken fingers. I, I like lightly breaded chicken fingers, and I. So I, I, it was a staple. I had to. What we did discover is that they have a hotter sauce than the one I previously had, that had the ghost chili in it, which I have always wanted to try, and it was delightful. However, 
except may have contributed to me having severe acid reflux for the rest of the and whole burn, fucking, yeah. literally i couldn't so much, drink he's water to a doctor yeah i couldn't drink water i couldn't do any every single thing i attempted to swallow burned like a motherfucker going down and i couldn't think it's a good thing matt wasn't around and, <laughs> or brian may cured me may yeah. cured me doubt it <laughs> I mean, you would know more than most, so I, but I'll defer to your expertise. It makes it worse. I will say one thing about Twin Peaks, though, is that the the uh, the girls were they weren't as overly flirty as as we've reported they were in the past. I thought they were just more friendly and fun. I mean, I, I don't know if you disagree. Um, I think they were different uh, with you because I was there. They were very nice to me. I I didn't, you know. I actually find thought them they helped you make all. fun of me. They times. did, they yeah. did, and I. But in a you know great way, I did see them like sitting down more with the other tables that were full of, ironically Bears fans watching the Sunday night game. Uh, it's not technically there. irony, but it was irony because we recently moved from Chicago and gotten away from them, and then there they were again, just okay. shit. Winning. <laughs> they did. They did. Eat a um, dick. But yeah, I thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were um, they were flirtier with those tables than they were with ours, but I didn't find them annoying at all. All right, so after you guys had dinner, where'd you head next? We actually just returned to Monte Carlo and played once again more blackjack, and that's that's when we fucking met Scott. Oh, now we figured it out. Shut up, whatever. <laughs> that guy was really awesome. He, he had a lot of energy, which you which normally tends to annoy me, except he was just like rooting you on. And then talking about the sport and why he was into that. It was just, I don't know, he's just a fun guy to be. He was. He, he was a great part, bartender and, and very just fun without being annoying. And although he was high energy, he, he's, he's Mr. Energizer. Yeah, he really is. He really is. So we ended up playing there basically until we had trouble walking to our room. And I discovered my love for the bacon habanero quarter pounder with cheese. And it is awesome. Are you familiar with I've been trying to get oh you to try well, this first of all, forever. it's got a ranch thing to it. I, I'm just not, I, I'm your standard, like, mustard as a condiment. That's the only thing I give a shit about. And this is, you're like, no, you have to try it with that. I'm like, uh, you know what, I'm already drunk. This is going to be the best time for me to actually give it a shot. Head over heels in love with it. However, some bitch kept cock-blocking me on eating my fucking sandwich. <laughs> because it was giving you heartburn. Everything, water, was giving me heartburn at that point. Well, that wasn't helping. So, I don't care. It was delicious. And Victor, I, have you tried this yet? I have not tried that yet. Oh, my God. It's so, so good. good. It sounds good. Because, you know, anything with bacon is better. Well, and McDonald's finally cracked the fucking code, and they can actually make goddamn bacon. They, they changed the bacon. It, I don't. I don't really care. They did. They changed <laughs> the bacon, and it's. It, you can't. You can't see through it now, like you could before. Oh, the roundy um, bacon. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the regular bacon. You used to be able to hold it with the light, and you could see through it. It was thin as like rice. Was bacon. it really? Oh my god, it was awful. All right. Well, um, regardless. But yeah, so that, it's that. But it's um, basically a quarter pounder with a uh, with bacon, white cheddar cheese, and a habanero ranch. Uh, sauce on top of it. It oh, may be the first thing God, outside so of like good. chicken nuggets and fries, maybe an apple pie or something that I don't have somehow order and then go without this or without that. This was just like, I just give me that that thing right there. <laughs> that's that's the one that what I want. Exactly. Are you ordering an apple pie without? What? <laughs> I was just. I was just using it as a point of reference as there are things like fries that I don't ask for something without, you know. Basically, any apple pie without the pie part. Any such a dick. <laughs> Squeeze the apple it's juice out of a plate. The funny thing is, I know exactly what you're saying, but I love the fact that Victor ripped on you. Well, the, fucking, the thing is, this prick knows what I'm saying, too. <laughs> oh, I love it. So that was basically our, our day, too, which... 
while it's a shit ton of blackjack and it may not be the most entertaining thing ever, I don't give a fuck because I we loved had a great it. time. It was awesome. We did. And we were we were doing really well that day. At the end of the day, we're both counting uh, our well, wallets not, going. Not with blackjack so much, but we still did overall a good day because because we went and played at Excalibur and we went and played in New York, New York, yeah. and we, we did good at those places. This was the beginning of Monte Carlo beating the shit out of us at the tables. Yeah, I yeah, and you really can't argue it. it. Like you want to think going, no, we had some. No, we did not have luck. We did not have no, luck. No, we at had Monte Carlo. zero luck at Monte Carlo. <laughs> All right, so day two sounded like it was an improvement over day one. Let's see if we can keep this going. How about day three and Monday? Well, you can't lose with breakfast at Planet Daily. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so we just started to kick that off. You got a you got a staple, did you? Well, I've only had it once before and I loved it, which was the uh, corned beef hash with the the two eggs over easy on top, which is just a uh, killer. It's not like hash from the can; it's like actual corned beef and potatoes and onions, and just has the drippy eggs all over top of it. Ooh, that's is, lovely. Oh, oh, Victor, it's so One, good. I actually got bold because I tend to always stick with their creme brulee section, whether it be creme brulee waffles, creme brulee uh, a French, French toast, toast, whatever it is, it's just amazing. But I saw the Loco Moco and couldn't get my eyes off of it and wanted to try it in a big, bad way. Now, the Loco Moco is Angus beef hamburger patty with two eggs on top of it, which I got over easy because of your recommendation for the for the runniness of the yeah. eggs, which is a great idea. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, it's on uh, white rice with brown gravy on top of it. And it is fucking awesome. It's like it's like a cross between the greatest. Actually, maybe it's not really a cross. It's like the greatest Salisbury steak in the history of Salisbury steaks ever. And and it was funny because I had it at the table. They delivered it to me. Couldn't have been two minutes. Couldn't have been before one of the hostesses came over. She's like, "I'm sorry, I have to ask you, what is that?" I'm no, like, "You work here." They literally just delivered it, and and she came over and was like, "What are you eating?" She's like, "That looks so good," and it was so much that I almost got sick after the fact because I gorged myself on it. it you did, yeah. Take a minute for that to settle. It was absolutely amazing. The loco once again. Undefeated, right? Planet Daily's undefeated. Oh, it's a must. It's it's phenomenal for, and absolute for staple. Breakfast the rest of the day. What? Well, but no, even just, the rest of the day is good. But breakfast is just. It's undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, and not even just with us. Like we've, you know, we we've said, listen, we tend to gravitate towards an area. Although we are getting bolder, we're trying to force ourselves to try more. And so far, we've been nothing but rewarded for it. But even friends that we've we've gone, you guys have to try this. Gotta go to Planet Daily. One hundred percent without exception, knock on wood, boom. They were just knocked out of the park. They don't know what they're gonna do. It's the greatest thing they've ever it's phenomenal, the best cafe in all of Las Vegas, unarguably. Yeah. And it is a cafe, but it's it's really Yeah, it, it's it's fantastic. All right, so after what sounds like a pretty solid breakfast, what'd you guys have off <laughs> This is a guy that knows awesome. me. It was a much-needed breakfast. This is a guy that knows we me. I'm like, it. oh, it's the most amazing, greatest thing ever. I'm like, okay, so Mark thinks that it was good. Uh, what? <laughs> so then, thanks to Mark's suggestion, I went back to the Pandora store, and I added two charms. I, you know what? Like, the worst part is, is I'm a sucker when it comes to uh, First of all, I am sentimental. I, while, while I'm not, I, I mean, I'm a prick. You know, I, I'm pretty. He's a prick. He's rude. He treats me like crap most of the time. Oh, but... oh, oh, only about half of that was right. Only about half, and it was only the first half. Let's fucking retool that bullshit right there. Let's just put it on Front Street at least. Oh, I'll take on. a whole lot of shit. I treat you like goddamn gold, woman. I adore the fuck out of you. You do. 
and this is one of the things that, especially. <laughs> and I don't. Again, I don't ask. For no, you don't. She, I don't you're not. You're not a huge fan yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, I wanted the Pandora charm, which we talked about. Yeah, before. we already talked about we all. Yeah, all that. But they wrote me in every motherfucking time with a Vegas <laughs> exclusive. I'm like, my girl's gonna have a Vegas Vegas exclusive thing. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. Like, well, don't even look at prices. It's just so fucking ridiculous. Know, I'm like, we never do. What they they give me every time. I immediately go six to midnight. I'm like, going, it's a Vegas exclusive. Well, she's got to have it then. She's got to have it. It's got to be on her wrist. It's got to be right there. <laughs> so she she got it, which I was, you know. Well, my, and I got the charm that I wanted. I'm always the one that I'm that you're like, that's a lot of money. I'm like, I don't care. Get it. It's Vegas. I, but I, the funny thing is I never ask. It's not until they read me the total that I get like, oh, my God, sticker shock. And I look at you and you're like, just buy it. I'm like, but. It's the most Vegasy pimp thing I do. The funny thing is, is you are Mr. Like freaking out over any major purchase. Post, yeah. If it's oh, TV, if it's a video game system, Absolutely. whatever it is, he's like, oh my god, I can't believe I just spent this money. Is it too much? Whatever. This is the only thing I've ever seen you not blink an eye at. The idea that my wife wears jewelry that can only be purchased in Vegas blows my mind. Well, oh, and this is the, oh my god, I didn't even have this in the show notes. This is the trip in which Karen finally fucking admitted that she loves Las Vegas. She's for years, while admitted that she has fun when she's there, giving me shit about, oh, Vegas again, oh, it's always gonna be Vegas. Well, well I, I just go because you like blah, blah. And admitted, when we touched down, she's like, I love Las Vegas. I'm so, I'm like, oh! What I said Star. was, what I said was... <laughs> so full of shit, I can't wait to hear no. full of shit. What I said was... <laughs> What I said when we landed was that this felt like being home. And I can't believe I'm going to say that, but you have finally like brainwashed me into loving Vegas. I love landing in Vegas. I love being on the Strip. It, it's There's so much you can do in such a compact space, whether it's you know food, uh, shows, gambling, alcohol, sun, whatever it is. I, I love going to Vegas now. It's become like a second home. I'll take that. That'll work. <laughs> I'm going to put a caveat on there with saying, I would love to see other parts of the world. Which we are working on. Well, you know what really helps that, in all honesty, is that if it's only the, the gambling, cheap booze, and quality food uh, craving that you need, living in Memphis is amazing because we're right um, down the fucking street. From well, from two. the gambling and the free booze, and the food here is really good. It is. And so. they, do a, they do a quality job. So that's helpful. For me to be able to go, okay, well, I mean, while we're here, we're in a re- uh, we're in a really great, unique situation. Okay, we don't have to go four times a year. We'll try and dial it back a little bit and and try and see some other places. So it's that has been very helpful. But I do obviously, you know, the second we get away from something that is close to quality tech gambling and tunica, and we don't live in the vicinity of Vegas, we're totally going back like three times a year. I understand that. See, and this is why we're such a great couple. And I browbeat the shit out of you until you acquiesce. You do. And, and like, it's, it's, was it Stockholm Syndrome where you kind of like love your captors? Is that what that don't is? Don't we always have this? Uh, uh, yeah. I don't think it's that. I don't, I don't Probably. remember what it is. I don't remember it. All right, so what do we do after getting your uh, Pandora? Well, so then we went back to Monte Carlo for some blackjack and quickly moved to video poker. Right. <laughs> right, because and, he and hung the out with Scott out again. again. That's right. At the score. Scott was yep. there again. That's right. Yep. And then we changed and grabbed a cab back to Harris. What did we do at Harris, Karen? We started playing blackjack at Harris. <laughs> and we had a phenomenal time it's playing like blackjack at Harris. It's like a fucking disease. Like, you know what's funny? And I think we told this when we did the first time we ever went with Brian. Uh, we had a buddy of ours named Rob 
who was hadn't been to Vegas in years, and he is a degenerate gambler. I mean, he it, is. and not even necessarily in a bad way. Like, the guy knows how to play. He just loves it. But he plays craps, right? He, it, well, he's a huge fan of craps. It's okay. his favorite game. But when we would go into any property whatsoever, because uh, he, he would make a beeline for the craps tables and be like, "Oh, here's the limit just where they yes, at. What's exactly. going on?" Yeah. Like we were taking Brian's wife around because she'd never been to Vegas. We're like you have to see this, you have to see this, and every single property he was with us would stop. Like, and we would lose him. All the time we would lose him and because he'd see favorable limits at the table. Boom, he's gone. You never had. You weren't going to see him for a while. <laughs> so yeah, we ended that's, up. That's kind of what we started doing, and we found it at Harris at the. Uh, I cannot believe I'm saying time. this. The Toby Keith. I love this. It's the second time we played there, if you remember. Whatever, that's yeah. actually where you initially fell in love with uh, with with being touched mm-hmm. in Vegas. Oh, I love being touched in Vegas. To, to coin a phrase from from <laughs> from Matt. <laughs> This is where you got your uh, blackjack uh, table side massages, Massage. where I then have to take over fucking playing your hands because you're in ecstasy. Because <laughs> they're so good at it. it you, know, you know, the one thing I do like about those is they have replaced me losing you for X amount of time to go into those. And I'm like, oh, oh I, no, we'll, I totally agree. Yeah, we'll do two or three of those. I don't care. I mean, you're hanging out with me. That's pretty awesome. And then once they're there, you just tell them to keep going and you just pay more when they're done. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, so besides the blackjack, why'd you guys really go to Harris? Well, see, this is this is a professional who knows how to read notes ahead of time here because we actually had plans that night, and it started off with KGB Burger at Harris. What did you think? Of, first of all, first of all, what were your expectations of KGB Burger? I had Burger? no expectations going in. You just, I mean, did you at least think like, oh, I'm sure it'll be a fine beer or a, a beer? I'm sure it'll be a fine burger, you know, whatever. Um, it's burger. Sure, I I wasn't expecting much. No. I also didn't realize whose restaurant it was. You know so, no. I mean, I barely know who it is. I just knew that it was someone quasi-famous. Yeah. No, I, I know who Carrie is. And it just, it, it didn't, the KGB didn't, like, right. I, I was thinking Russian, like KGB. Well, yeah, and I think whatever. that's kind of the point. So um, what did you actually think? What 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 did you actually experience? Well, and we're going to do a review, but I loved it. I, I absolutely loved it. The food was so, my burger was so good. When we so did good. our Vegas Mate reviews, we literally debated before we finished doing it for a good five minutes because, and and what we came to the conclusion was it was longer than five minutes. It, yeah. It's the best burger we've ever had in Las Vegas, yeah. and and we couldn't believe it. Like we kept going, no, no, it's a BLT burger. It's Holstein's. Come on, no, the best yeah. burger we have ever had in Vegas. Yeah. It was amazing. I got the uh, stuffed spicy burger, which had roasted jalapeno and jack cheese stuffed into the fucking burger. Now, you're talking about a picky guy that a lot of times, like, oh, well, we have this spicy mayo sauce, but yeah, get that shit off there. Get out. I don't need any of that shit. This thing was insanely juicy. It was delicious. I devoured that fucking thing. you were, you were skeptical thing. when it came to the oh, table. hardcore. <laughs> hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had no faith in this burger, and it was ridiculous. So much that I took a second picture, squeezing the burger, going, look at the goodness coming out of it. <laughs> And they even had quality fries. That's always a throwaway for us. We never really give a shit about the fries. It's usually the burger we'll have. We'll have like a handful, maybe, of the fries. Nope, tore these fucking fries up. They were good. And they were basic fries. They were just basic and good. They were. No, the, the food was really good. Shocking. Yeah. It was really, We'll, we'll talk about really the rest good. of it later, but yeah, it's. It, it, I was surprised at how good the food was. Absolutely. So. All right, so you went to dinner, but didn't you guys have a show that night? Yes, sir. God damn. You did. Fucking pro over here, man. This, this is why we recruit this boy. Karen, <laughs> <laughs> what did we, we do? We went to go see uh, the Million Dollar Quartet. And what is the Million which, Dollar Quartet? Which is, I will tell you what. I, I know, I'm just trying to be playful of banner. <laughs> it, 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 and it's funny. Why should we be playful and step all over you? <laughs> <laughs> 
And That's how I play. What's even funnier is when they read this, they're going to know I didn't write it. I'm not saying enough to cut. Mark wrote it. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Which means the entire setup is now worthless. Yes, but it's funny to call you <laughs> out on fair. it. I can't argue. It is. <laughs> and, it I'm, is. and you're absolutely right. I, I assume at least half our audience will be like, everybody knows that fucking dickhead just wrote that. <laughs> So it is the theatrical telling of a real evening in which Johnny Cash, Elvis Presley, Jerry Lee Lewis, and Carl Perkins all hung out and jammed at Sun Studios here in Memphis. See, I think you could have at least made more of an effort there to not mock me, because I thought that was a quality, quick summarization, because we don't want to ruin it for the 360 Vegas review, but no, you had to take a pitch, But it, it's it's so much more fun to completely mock you. <laughs> and Victor was being playful. Right. I was... <laughs> Yes, I was. Thank Regardless, you. let's talk about the show. We got front row and didn't intend to. I don't know how that shit happened. I yeah, I think there was some mix up with our tickets actually. Like there was a, a difference in the day or the time or something. Right. Like when we booked them, there were two shows and it went down to one. I don't know, but we ended up like right in the front row. And, and and it's one of those few cases where a lot of times front row, especially like in a movie theater, is a disaster. You know, you don't get yeah. to see shit. You're fucking, you know, craning your neck the whole goddamn. Not the case. No, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was very. It was a really good show. It was a fun show. You know what? I would recommend it to anyone who is a fan of any of those artists. Now, I will say right off the bat, it is not historically accurate. It's not historically accurate. I mean, it's 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 for they, the most part it they is. They did have one night at Sun Studios. That's right. That's true. They did jam. They did they have a great to, time. It was those make four up guys. A story to go with. Yeah. It. However, there were some things that I won't ruin for those of you who are interested. One thing I will ruin is you will hear songs that they had not written at that time that they decided to jam with. But it was a good show. I, I don't know if it would appeal to people who, do, who aren't at least fans of these guys. But Honestly, if you are, very good show. The, the one person that I didn't know at all was Carl Perkins. Mm -hmm. And it, it, even his songs I didn't not like. I mean, they were fun. I enjoyed them. And the obviously, they're all done by impersonators who were all very good, you know, did a great job. I, I, it was a fun show, and it was reasonably priced, so I would recommend this for anyone to go see. So, Really, anyone? You'd give it to anybody? I would. I think the one thing that, that really bothered me about this, and once again, I'm going to go on a rant, is my in, insane dislike of Johnny Cash. He fucking enrages me. And and the funny thing and is, it, it has little... Here's... here. Oh, I'm so... Way to set me up for this, because this is perfect. That's not in the notes, folks. What... <laughs> that, that's natural ad-libbing right there. This chick knows what she's doing. Why, Mark? The thing that bothers me about Johnny Cash is he's one of the original bad boys, right? He's the man in black. He, he per, you know, he performed at Folsom Prison, and, and he's famous for his, his, you know, a photographer taking his picture, and he just flips him right off, right? So he's the man in black. And he has the opportunity, possibly, I mean, at least with our generation, the most memorable song is this song, which, it, oh, which is hurt by, by uh, Nine Inch Nails and Trent Reznor. And the man in black fucking raped that song by changing a simple fucking word from instead of I wear this crown of shit upon my weary head to I wear this crown of thorns. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. Is shit too fucking vulgar for you there, man in black? It just enrages me. I, I And I know Trent loves the song that, that the way that he did it. Absolutely loves it. He says he, he did it phenomenally well. He actually said that's the way I always dreamed it would be done. And I can't get past the fact that he's supposed to be the original bad boy and bailed on saying the fucking word shit. It just enrages me. Me. But, okay, here's one thing you have to consider, is he also did it for radio play. 
This was his but you last can release it. You can release it and then change it for radio. Fucking happens all the time. You could, but he's an old man, and the chance that he could get through that lyric again was probably not real good. I, I just, I don't care. I think to me, it's like going, oh, so in the end, you're just a giant fucking pussy, Johnny Cash. All right, Cash. Well, so now I'm gonna download that, that song because I love that song. The way he does it, and I, I don't care about that lyric, but I agree with Trent Reznor. It is a phenomenal song the way he does it. Roundhouse you if I hear that song. I hate him so much. I will much. put it in my earbuds. I hate him so fucking much for raping that beautiful song. Victor, have you heard the it. song? I have. You know what? I have. In the original or the Johnny Cash? I haven't Cash? heard the original. I heard the Johnny Cash version. The original is good, too. But the Johnny Cash version is just heart-wrenching. It, the rest... Uh, listen, listen. In, in totality, yes. A phenomenal, phenomenal uh, rendering of that song. But it, that part just... Especially... Just because it's him. If it were some other old guy, you know, towards the end of his career, I wouldn't judge him for it. But the fact that his entire career is based around being, you know, this rebel and his man in black. Well, maybe he realized at the end of his life that maybe that wasn't the best person to be. Or he turned into a giant fucking pussy at the end of his life. I'm glad he's dead. What do you think of that? Mark! Well, I don't know. (laughs) That's what he gets for ruining that song. I'm pretty sure if there is a god, that is why he was struck down. For not manning up and saying shit. <laughs> God likes cursing, Karen. That is a fact. That is a fact. <laughs> it's in the Bible somewhere. <laughs> Thou shall say fuck. <laughs> All right, that one got me. <laughs> I was ready to kill him until you said that. All right. But overall, anyway. 11th commandment. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, after we were done with that, you know something else that was cool about that? And, you know, I'm granted they're not the real stars, but after the fact, they were incredibly accessible to everybody who was there. Well, there were uh, two or three of them that were out in the uh, lobby. Immediately out in the lobby. Well, and we watched the Elvis guy walk right through the fucking casino. Yeah, we saw him on the way in. I'm like, I think that's Elvis. Right. (laughs) That's Elvis. Right. So, yeah, it it was definitely a good show, uh, you know, all distractions aside. And I actually was impressed by that character. Kind of gave me a little more respect for what Johnny Cash did. But I'll never get past that, unfortunately. You have a block. So, So, yeah, we ended up... We went back to play more blackjack. Fuck yeah, we did. (laughs) (laughs) At the same same area. Did we get the same table dealer? I don't remember. Uh, I don't recall. But but we still had a shitload of fun. Still had loads of fun. Stayed up way too late and... uh, had to stop back off to get you into the bacon habanera quarter pounder. <laughs> which, once again, I was not able to complete half of it because someone fucking manzied it from me. <laughs> Why you shouldn't manzy it? Why do I? I, I, I really tried hard to get manzy in here. I'm like going, manzy is like one up in me. If you stole something from me, if you cock blocked me, you know, I'm just trying to create everything. And when you start writhing in pain every time you take a bite, I tend to get a little uh, protective. Is, is a bit of an Are exaggeration. You At this point, can we're day three? At this point, it was still bad. I was, uh, I was in pain, but I was I fine. I stole all but the last three bites Ugh, of that whatever. one. I don't, I don't buy any of that. I'll tell you one thing that I noticed when I was taking pictures. Apparently, in my inebriated state, I thought driving in a, in a cab rapidly past the strip and taking pictures of blurry things as I go was art that night. Because <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of them going. That is so beautiful how the trees look blurry right behind Bellagio. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Well, Karen, Karen, don't judge Art. You can't. You can't. What property is that? I don't know, but it's blurry. <laughs> it's artistic. Right. <laughs> All right. So day three sounded fantastic. Let's keep this train rolling. Let's move on to day four. Yeah, breakfast. We didn't know where the fuck we were going to eat breakfast. That it's one of the interesting things about the longer we're in Vegas, because I'm just a 
we, we don't really eat a shit ton for breakfast. It's just a standard, like a little bowl of cereal or fucking fruit or something like that. So usually after about day two or three, like the idea of sitting down for a full breakfast of eggs and shit like that, at least for well, me. No, but it, be, I'm, it I'm becomes gone. a necessity. It we does, need but I just... Food. <laughs> you don't eat a lot for breakfast, yet just yesterday you had a loco moco which sounded like a massive amount of food. Well, that's well, true, which is why at this point in the trip, I was like, I don't need my food. <laughs> you also have to remember, Victor, we got in there literally five minutes before 11, which was like the last possible time you could order breakfast. And we were actually not eating three meals a day at this point. We were only eating two and maybe a snack. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I think breakfast, I'm one of those people I have to eat when I get up. Right. It, it just needs to be something little. Like, I can have a granola bar, I can have something, but I have to have some kind of right, food. Right, right. So, yeah, we were kind of at that point where I was like, I need to eat something. But that's what I mean. It's like, where we were we going? Because we were walking. We, we didn't know. We had no fucking clue what Why we were going to do. We were walking over to Aria. That's, I mean, that's how we found this place. Oh, that's because we were going to go to Lemongrass because we were like, fuck it, let's just do lunch. We'll just go straight to lunch. And then we saw the crepes, but it's like, boom, that's what we want. Because oh, we knew we, we weren't going to eat a whole lot. Yeah. We knew we weren't going to. Yeah. So once we, we saw the out, like going, oh, great, we're not going to spend a shit ton of money on something at lunch. you Because know? this was almost noon or it was, it was, it was pretty fucking 12, close. 30, 1 o'clock or so yeah. when we were finally going to get breakfast. And we knew we had dinner reservations at 5.30. So we were like, I need food. I don't need that much. This yeah. whole thing, it's one thing about blackjack that's really kind of changed. Well, blackjack and the fact that we weren't there during a really hot season. Because traditionally, if we're there in a time when it's not hot, it usually means that you're at a conference, which means I just busy myself with all manner of things yeah, in Las you Vegas. Yeah, all over the place. And most of the time, when you and I are there, it's during a hot season, which means we spend the majority of the day I at the pool. I demand my pool time. Right. So we'll get up reasonably early, so it makes sense to have breakfast, and we'll have lunch halfway through, and then dinner. With this and blackjack, we were getting up. As soon as we got up, it's like we'd have whatever we have breakfast, immediately start drinking, and then gambling and drinking and gambling and drinking. And we were still passed out at like 2 a.m. So we're getting... It was a rough trip. So we started sleeping in later, which which made it less practical to have breakfast because we knew we were going to have dinner, you know, in five or six hours after that. So like, we got to figure something that's kind of in between, whatever. So it really kind of fucked up our schedule, and it torches our ass at the, end, at, at the end of yeah. the trip. So... At this point... Um, for now, it was still good. It, it was good. Actually, you really... Uh, am I misquoting you or, or misremembering that you really enjoyed that crepe? No, I did. It was really good. It but you good. also said it was probably the only one you would want from that place? Yeah, looking at the menu, I didn't see a lot at of others. I don't remember what it was called. It, I think it was the Milan or something. It basically had mozzarella, ham, tomatoes, and pesto sauce in the crepe with a little side of... Um, Alfredo. Right. Sauce. Well, and I, I'm a relatively plain guy, so when it comes to savory, it's got to be relatively straightforward. So I usually tend to go directly towards the sweet because I know I, I understand the sweet. But the problem is, is almost every crepe that I get that's sweet is always too sweet for me, and I don't end up enjoying it. This was the best sweet crepe I've ever had. It, it was literally just fresh as shit bananas and, and strawberries, and it had. The, but the best part was they had a raspberry sauce on top of it, which you even agreed. The perfect amount of sweet in there did so, not overwhelm you. So here's, here's the comparison. We love the creperie at Paris. I can only usually have a bite of whatever the banana strawberry combo crepe is that you get there. Put the custard in it. This one, we watched her slice the bananas and put fresh strawberries in it before she folded it. Well, over and I said that too. I and go and dribbled the sauce. If somebody would have told me that they literally picked these strawberries like first thing in the morning, I'm like, oh yeah, I, yeah, I could taste the difference. Absolutely, yeah. It it was a really good. I mean, I would recommend this place. 
I hate to say it, but above the, the crepery at uh, I, I would have to Paris. agree, except that I have that safety net of that, that savory crepe over at Paris. But, yeah, I thought there was... Oh, a, you would have loved this. You didn't try this one. Yeah, there was spinach and shit in it. It wasn't spinach. So, basically, another one, there was uh, fucking basil leaves on top. Yeah. It's basically pesto with basil. That's all it is. It, you would have been fine with this. You totally could have eaten this. I could swear there was spinach inside of it. There is not spinach inside of it. I desperately want to search this because I think you're lying. You go right ahead. There wasn't. There was mozzarella, ham, pesto, and tomatoes. I think you're lying. <laughs> Try me. Look it up. You want to bet on it? All right, all right. Shut up, shut up, shut up. What the fuck did we do else for the rest of the day? Is we headed down to Str- like the next thing I recall? Hold on, I can guess. Blackjack. Right. <laughs> right. Well, no, what you're missing here is the fact that we went over after this, we did go to Aria. And we found a ten dollar oh. blackjack table to sit down at. <laughs> I did forget about this. And I really wanted to play there. I'm like, if they got ten dollar tables, I'm all over this oh, no. shit. The first hand, I got a soft seventeen. It wasn't a sixteen, it was a seventeen. And I said I wanted to stand. And the dealer argued with me. And I said fine. I ended up losing the hand, by the way. No, no, you um, won, because remember she was like, no, 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 see, see, you should be happy or whatever. It tried to fist bump you and we're like uh, cash in, cash in, we're done. One That's fucking right, hand win. is all we did. I like, did win because I walked away ten bucks up, and you were ten bucks. I just well, and you kept trying to give me the ten dollars because you felt bad because I'm like I really, really, really want to play it. I know Aria. you did. I but at that point, I just it, it stressed and you me out to leave. I didn't. I I would have sat it, there. It stresses like, me out done. far too much to hear you get frustrated about shit, which is we eventually are like listen. I think I'm gonna, uh, as we alluded to, I'm gonna hide that card for for me for now on because it just I I want to be able to play with you, but it stresses me out way. Too much when you don't play perfect math, and, and I, that's that's the only one that I really mess up on. For the most part, I, but the thing I got is most you of the debate others. it is the problem. It's no, not I like don't. you're going, oh, I made the mistake. I, I should it. do this. I don't debate it. When I'm at the table, they say you should do this, and I'm like, I, I, I'm good. No, no, no. You really should. They but, argue with me. No, but, I don't argue with them. But that's what I mean. You refuse to do it. You're like, oh, I make this mistake. It's not that you make a mistake. They let you know you made a mistake, and you refuse to do it. That's the, that's the thing that stresses me out. Because I don't want to. There's certain hands that I don't want to. Oh my god. I understand where you're coming from, but it, it stresses me out because I'm going, what you're doing is wrong. The people way smarter than we are came up with this perfect mathematical algorithm, and you re- somehow think you're better but, than it. Uh, no, but it's my money, and if I want to lose it, I. It's why, fair. It just stresses why are me they out. Argu- we talked about this. I know. You can tell me that I should bet the other thing. I'm if not, I say I, I, I get it, move on. They argue with me about it afterwards. It's fair. Just don't uh, argue with me It just me makes me nervous is the point, which is why, like I said, the next thing we're going to try and do is I'm going to hide the perfect math But the card. funny thing is, is when I say, okay, fine, I will bet what you want me to, then they continue to try to explain it to me. Yeah, but the thing is, you don't say it like they go, all right, fine, fine, just do it. No, I'm like, all right, fine, bet it, whatever. Which, I, my voice never goes up like that. Okay, but the Mine's point like, is, it. it's crystal clear, like going, fuck you, I'm irritated well, yes, as shit right now. I am now. irritated. It's my money. Let me bet it how I want to. I just, it, it, it makes me <sighs> uncomfortable, is the point. All right, so after that, I don't... It's not my fault. <laughs> Actually, it is, because there's no. a perfect way to play, and if you would just do that, no one would bother you. I think you guys need to play at separate tables. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yep. Like across the casino. <laughs> I tried that. He came to find me. Right. Didn't work out so well. You're having the pit boss report into you. How's she doing over there? What is she doing? Did she, did she bet that? I've got, I've got like a Bluetooth in me. He's giving me play by play. That is not perfect math. You tell her that is not perfect math. You'll never guess she did it again. Right. 
That's two hands in a row. <laughs> I've learned my lesson on the soft 16. The 18s and 19s are not a problem. Oh, Matt, please I'm come back to the, the show and teach this 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 beautiful clueless woman how wrong she is. Uh, it's 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 amazing to see somebody so brilliant and pretty be so fucking retarded. Married you, didn't I? <laughs> further further making my case. I know. I know. Trust me. All right, so after continued blackjack errors, uh, what did you guys do after that? I, I don't remember what we did after this. We did strip steak, you goof. Well, okay, not from fighting with the blackjack dealer there to strip steak. There was a whole period. No, there was a whole period of time in between. Because we just had breakfast, walked to Man or We walked had to Aria. insanely late breakfast, went to Aria. I'm sure we got our ass kicked in Monte Carlo at some point. I'm not even just referencing that at this point. That's just a known fact. All oh, right, well. Yeah. <laughs> eventually, because we had a whole night planned at Mandalay. Yep. So we had dinner reservations at strip steak. The short and sweet. Well, you got the 10-ounce Angus filet. Mm -hmm. I thought it was good. I just didn't think it was worth the, what I paid for it. With the mac and cheese with English peas and summer truffles. Which was not good. And I agree, it was not good. Yeah. Well, you couldn't taste the cheese on it. You couldn't. It was all, really... All you tasted Well, the was funny truffles. thing is, is, I didn't get it at the time. I was just like, this is a really interesting and mild cheese. You're like, oh, and there's no cheese. I'm like, well, there's cheese, but no, it's truffles. I'm like, okay, well, now I kind of understand that it doesn't taste like cheese. I don't know what truffles taste like, but I know this doesn't taste like a regular cheese. <laughs> I thought it was like a fancy, subtle cheese. And you're like, no, no it's not cheese. It's not cheese. <laughs> it was truffles, which I'm starting to learn I don't like. It's yeah. just kind of amazing. All right, but what did you um, have? I had the 8-ounce Wagyu rib cap. Which you lost, you've lost your fucking shit ever since cut. You tried that one Wagyu in this. I cannot get this chick to fucking stray from it now. So, so Victor, you know the little part of the ribeye that's like that, that little part of meat off on the side that's like really marbled and ultra delicious? Yeah, okay. Right. They basically cut that off of a Wagyu and make a whole little mini steak out of it. <laughs> it was marbled and just oh so delicious and so tender it was amazing and then i had that with my side i got the bone marrow with a baguette which you're a huge you're you're a you're a, you're a bone marrow whore i mean you're like you I, see, I, yeah you see bone marrow like oh, oh can i get bone? i'm like just get the fucking bone marrow i don't I care i i love me some bone marrow not this, this one not good which is really surprising because i was going to be bold and I was going to try it for the first time. And I, I, I like to do a lot of things. Bite. Yeah, I like to do a lot of things. Almost, It's one of the, one of the many things that you inspire. Is I'm like, let me try. Oh. If I don't like it, I, at least I tried it for her right. and see what's going on. you can on. say you don't like and it. And the funny thing about this is you're like, don't try this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had one bite, and it, it tasted off and waited a little bit, went back and had a second bite. And you gave it, it too. Uh, well, who did you reference? It was uh, uh, Anthony Anthony Zimmerman or... Andrew Zimmerman. Andrew Zimmerman. From Bazaar Foods. It's like, Andrew always Zimmerman tries two always bites. has two bites. And I, I went back for the second one. and uh, No, that, yeah. was, that, was, that no. was as bad, if not worse, than the first. <laughs> just, it had an off flavor. It was not, I don't know what they did with it. It was not good. Overall, what did you think then? Overall, I, the steak was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. The service was great. Yeah, I agree. And I, I will say argue. this, because we'll talk about it in the review. They took both of our sides off. That was pretty awesome. Without us even asking. Nope, nope, not at all. They just, they noticed that we hadn't really touched them at all and took them off, and it was still good. The wine was good. Remember that? Well, yeah, I see, yeah. It's not like Michael Mina made the fucking wine. You can't really credit him for that. No, but you can stock some shitty wine or some good wine. And, and I got a <laughs> mid-priced wine that was really good. So. Well, there you go. All right, so dinner's done. What was the plans after dinner? Well, this is uh, this is the one. This is the show we were waiting the most for, the most hyped show in Vegas right now, and that's Michael Jackson's one. 
and and I've already shared with you what I thought. What what about a brief? Your thoughts on it? Just very, just a brief. Give me give me a key point here or there. I've already, I've already clearly said what I think. I think you were full of shit and just wrong. It was a phenomenal show. I was clapping and dancing and smiling the whole time. It, That's all Michael's music. That's not the show. No, but it was. There was there was nothing about the show that aggravated me at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than other than yeah. the uh, guitar player. Yeah, the, the lead soloist. Yeah, uh, Mohawk she was, and, and, and the platform heels that were like four inches it's tall. It's a Michael staple. You have to accept it. That's all there is to it. It was awful. Uh, it was, I she agree. She was the most annoying. Every time she popped up, I'm like, oh, God. I agree, go. but, but if you watch any Michael Jackson concert, he always has a totally tricked out, freaky chick who rocks out it's, it's a, you, you can't yeah, yeah you can't it's a michael jackson staple there's uh, no way they weren't going to put that in there but the show was fantastic i i loved it there were a couple times that i was just i i was really moved by the performers not to sound sappy because i'm a girl and i cry more than i like to but there were a couple times that i was like fighting back tears because it was it, it was just to, to hear his music that for so long you couldn't listen to why know, couldn't you listen to it because of his whole, you know... Oh, the whole thing. It wasn't yeah. cool. Yeah, I got you. It wasn't cool to listen to his music. It wasn't... And to have a whole arena full of people yeah. or theater full of people listening to his music and just loving it was awesome. Right, right. And the show was great. I thought the performers were fantastic, especially the woman in red that I don't remember what song that, she that did, was- but... That's the best thing of the whole show, I honestly think. Muscles for days, good it lord. I think it was Dirty was Diana's what she did it too. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it, it, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I was like on heaven afterwards. I, I thought the four primary characters were fucking stupid. Um, it, it was an interesting little twist, but... That's one way to say stupid. I didn't think it was stupid. Mm. The one, The one guy was stupid. Three out of the four were good. It's just, the you know, anytime I think Cirque does their goofy little clowny shit, or mime mime clowny shit is really what it is, because nobody ever speaks in those things. Whenever they do little mime clowny kind of thing, it just, it, it ugh. Ugh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was good. It's fine. I think I they could have done better. I would go say, it, it was not as good as Love. Kicked the Elvis show like right out the fucking planet. Um, I actually thought it was only slightly better than Elvis. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Elvis was so bad. Elvis had multiple really bad parts to it. Is is their there was problem? There's no bad part to this. What, okay. what was the bad okay, part? Okay, no okay, bad okay, part. okay, okay. There, there, there aren't bad parts. There are, you know, less than great parts. But, I don't know. We got a whole fucking review we're clearly going to do on this and it'll be entertaining because we clearly aren't on the same page and you fucking love, you people love when we aren't on the same page. <laughs> so fuck it. Well, let's move on. The evening is not over. Epicness is about to manzi yeah, the previous epic over. and that's a proper usage. of uh, That actually is. Yes, it is. Manzi, it is. It is. So next, uh, uh, we ended up at Palms. Alright, I know you guys have always talked about staying at this property I want to know, how did you guys exactly get what you got? Okay, so we're going to cut it off right there because this show is running really long. This is going to be our first two-parter, but fear not, we won't make you wait a whole week. As soon as part two is done being edited, we will release it. Coming up in part two, we've got our stay at Palms in the G Suite, G2E, our evening at the D with Derek and Nicole, as well as what happens when you put that much awesome in one place.
But that's going to do it for episode 106, part one. Thank you for listening and downloading. We really appreciate it. As a reminder, you can go to the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com to find links to all the pictures we took from the trip. If you'd like to send us some feedback, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. We are all over social media, Twitter, Facebook, etc. You can find links to those on the blog as well. And we are looking forward to sharing with you part two. But until then... Yeah.